Hello, everyone. Welcome to the RC Plane Lab podcast. I'm Ron. I'm Dave. And I'm Reggie. I'll turn Dave down a little bit, I think. Startled I myself. <laughs> Sorry about that. There we go. Hopefully that works better. Ah, so, poor Dave, once again, has to listen to us talk about something fun that we did. Um, sorry, Dave. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. No, you'll be coming eventually soon here. I've been trying to do this since the early 80s. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't know. I think next year has a different different lay on it. What's What stopped you from the early 80s when, you know, I was, like, born? Uh, really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Anyway. I, I was all set up to go, uh, as we've discussed. And, uh, yeah, um, there was a... Uh, financial issue that came up uh, namely my dad was out of work all of a sudden so no oh, but for the last 35 years 42 years i don't <laughs> well i just putting them on a spot like that i'm sorry no i get it like honestly i this is something i i've known about like air venture obviously um but never really gave a lot of thought to going but this has been like the year for me doing more stuff than we hardly well, we ever have done, really. Yeah, you've been on the go constantly. It's been kind of nice. Actually, there's been a lot of stuff going on, a lot of RC stuff going on. This was more of a, a full-scale event, which I'm not much into full-scale airplanes. But they did have RC flying there, too, which was kind of cool. But we'll we'll get into all that before too long. Let's start off with, what have you guys been up to since last time we recorded? Uh, me, I've just been working a little bit in the shop, not a whole lot. Now you're quiet. Now I'm quiet. Now yes. you're quiet. Put that, put that up to your mouth. There, there you go. go. Is that better? Is that better for everybody? Yeah. I think so. I don't hear anything at all on my headphones. Oh, you don't? Nope. Oh, hold, oh that's why. Hold on. Let's, we'll keep talking there. Is that getting better for that's you? That's perfect. There we go. Okay. <laughs> all this equipment got moved over the last week. And so everything's <laughs> out of whack. Sorry, guys. I completely forgot I didn't have it set up. So you guys got here. I'm like, oh, man, hold on. We got to get this done. So how long were you going to say or wait to say that you didn't hear us talking through your... I literally was like, okay, I can hear you guys outside of the headphones, but <laughs> okay, I'll just go with this for a minute and wouldn't oh, get no better. So. Amateurs, I swear, we just don't know what's going on. But it works. It, it works. <laughs> Does it? It's been working. It's working enough. We're on what episode what now? I have no idea. I didn't forget. It's, I don't know. I need, I'll, I'll know when I post it because I put the number on, but it's sub 140. This might be 139 wow. by now. I don't remember. Wow. Don't quote me on that. Still a lot. Yeah, I know. So what have you been up? Because, Dave, you said you... Oh, no, wait. Yeah, I, I just worked a little bit in the shop. and you know, I had a little bit of a sad week around the house, so not much got done. I'm sorry to hear that. Do you want to... I had to put my old dog down. She'd been with, with me for uh, 14 and a half years. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. That's so, always tough. That is family. Yep. So, I mean, two episodes in a row we've talked about death, so we need to quit doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Hopefully everything by next episode will be all hunky-dory. But that reminds me, I, I do want to give a, just say thank you to everybody that's reached out to me, email form or on Facebook or however, sending condolences about my dad. Uh, greatly appreciated. And I don't want to get into it any more than that. But thank you. There we go. Thanks. I was on vacation. I took vacation the whole week and did a lot of flying. Did you? Did a little bit of crashing. But did a lot you? more flying than crashing. Okay. <laughs> Nothing yeah. showed up at my house yet, so it couldn't be too bad. No, no. Actually, 
it was after landing and then rolling over into a curve. So it, all this stuff I think I can fix. Rolling over into a curve. I don't know yes. what you mean. As in landing and you you wind or oh, just curb? not having enough turn. Curb. Curb. Yeah. C-U-R-B. Yeah, curb. Didn't I say curb? You I, said curve. Yeah, curb. you said curve. And that threw me. I was like, sorry. I don't understand how that will. Curb with a B. <laughs> I <laughs> rolled over into it and clipped, uh, clipped uh, landing gear off. And I'm actually going to dabble now into fixing uh, foam. If I can, as far as like with spatch, uh, spatula, uh, spatula, spatula. <laughs> you mean spackle or spackle. spatula? Not a spatula, spackle. I could not get the word out. <laughs> anyway, dab oh, with that and God. do a little I painting. I don't know what you're showing me, Dave. I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> Hold on. 127. 127. Episode. Oh, wh- okay. 120. Why did I think we were 130 something? Yeah, because uh, my crashing was 126. Okay. Well, that's fine. With spackle and sandling it down. Then you put it on with a spatula. <laughs> that could be done. A spatula. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, trying to dabble with some of that and actually painting something for a change to see if I can't get it back to look at half-ass close. Something. So did you, did you glue it together first or are you just putting spatula on? I haven't done anything as of yet. Oh. I'm just getting everything together before I do anything. You're just thinking about it. Oh, no, I'm not thinking about it. I'm going to do. Okay. I do. Just haven't got to it yet. So what airplane and what happened when you hit the curve? Uh, B-17. <laughs> oh. Coming in for landing. You know what's weird, though? I don't remember curbs that are flying field. How how does that? Where are you going, Ron? Because well, I, I feel there's something coming with it. No, I'm just trying to figure out how you hit a curb at the flying field flying in a, well, an appropriate place. I never once said I was at the flying field, did I? Oh, you didn't. I just assumed if you're flying you like the B-17, which is a decent-sized airplane. Uh, 78 inches, yeah, I think that, it was. Yeah, that you would fly that in an approved AMA-sanctioned field. I flew it at an approved church field that was given permission to to fly at. Oh. and From the well, big guy upstairs? Him, too. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh-huh. uh, there's a actual strip of asphalt right along the grass line, which is where I probably should have been. But I was flying from out of the center of the parking lot and came in oh, probably two car spots over, two rows over. And with the wind, it just was not wanting to turn. And sure enough, rolled right over into a curve. Burb. Curb. <laughs> a curve burb. Curve. <laughs> curb. It's a curved curb. <laughs> It, yeah, it, it, it had curved? a curve in it. Yes, so is that what it? Okay. That's what it was. So, oh man, so that knocked the gear out, huh? It it broke the foam around the gear, and the gear was still hanging, but it's just going to take a little bit of epoxy and get that back together. No problem. Yeah. It's the bottom of the airplane. Who cares? Yeah. Yep. As long so, as the wheels go back up, I'm happy with that. What gear came out? Uh, right main gear. Oh, okay. I don't know why in my mind I was thinking left side for some reason, but that was the Viper jet. That one got that one. <laughs> that was a different time. That, that was a different time, different okay. church, different curb. A different curb. So it wasn't like that was the only issue you had this time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so thanks. No, I was just asking. Like that, I That was the only issue on the seventeen, the Viper jet. Same thing, opposite side. I had safe no, on the one came. Hold on, in. sorry. So I'm talking about for this week. For this week, yes. So the Viper was this week also? I believe it was. I think it was the beginning of the week. At least he's flown. Yes. 
I I mean, I haven't flown much, but yes. So anyway, so the Viper did the same thing? I had it on safe, and there was just no turning it. It was, I had it in the low setting of safe, and sure enough, she was not turning, and I couldn't get it slowed up enough. I was reaching for reverse thrust, but it was already too late. I didn't know there was multiple settings of safe. You can actually set safe, uh, like in low rates, low, medium, and high rate. You can still have safe on in that. It's in one toggle position where you can allow that versus the other toggle position. It's just all whatever it's preset for. I didn't know that. See, I don't fly with safe, so I didn't know. I mean, I've used it before just for like takeoffs or like when Piper is flying or something like that. I'll throw it on, but I've never really experimented much with it. Tight places or wind, I'll throw it on coming in, trying to get a little bit more control of it. Really? Yeah, yes, once less, in a while. Less control was safe. I know. That's why I was thinking. Well, like, I'd want more throws. I'd want more control. Sure, you aren't just it, changing rates on your AS3X? No, I hadn't done that. I, it literally, for me, coming in, if the wind's tossing, I'll put safe on. It'll help level it out, keep it together. Once I'm on the ground, though, I need to kick it off so now I can have better turning with it. And that's where I failed. Okay. So. That just doesn't seem right to me, but... Um, it works. When maybe, you're not curves. maybe I just need to go curves. fly a couple full. You did it again, seriously. I keep doing it. I can't help it. Maybe I just need to go make a few flights just in nothing but safe and see, you know, beginning to end what it's like. So you don't play with safe at all? I no. turn it off. Yeah, I do too. I, a I lot play of times, see what it's going to do. A lot of, or a lot of times, I'll even bind it up to where it doesn't have safe enabled. Yeah, that's what I, I do. Is I just bind it without the safe. Yeah. I think I have two airplanes with safe in it that I use for hand launch. It, it does. Uh, make the hand launch. If you get a bad hand launch, it does help bring yeah. it back to straight and level pretty quick. But yeah, immediately turn it off as soon as it's stabilized. It's, yeah, it's fun to play with, but it's also if you're in the wrong position at the wrong time, it can be a pain in the ass. So. I can imagine. Like I think I have it enabled on the small Ultrix. Yeah, on the small Ultrix because there are times it'll get way like upside down, getting too low, and it's nice just to be able to push a quick button. Um, your erratics? No, the Ultrix. You have it on your erratics, though? I do have it on the erratics. Okay. And that was only to kind of test how that flew with it. Maybe. Like, I don't think I've ever really flown it in safe. Right. Other than just to try and see. It can kind of get it, away from uh, you pretty quick. With the erratics? Yeah. You just let go of everything and it goes back to normal. In safe, yes. But I guess you're right. It has high roll rates. If you have all that set up, then it does roll very fast. It does. So does that mean you've flown that one now? Yeah, I've flown that one. I've flown both of them now. Both the Ultrix and the Erratics? Yes, sir. Nice. So, what do you think? Because you hadn't flown those last time you were on. I enjoyed them. Um, what the problem was with the Ultrix was I didn't have the plugs to charge the battery from off my smart charger. Mm-hmm. So I charged them off my normal charger. And I didn't, I didn't like the way it charged. It just seemed like it was too quick for what I thought it would be. What are you using, the 501S? 500 uh, 850. Wait, 850? Yeah. Wait, for which one are you talking about, the Ultrix? For the Ultrix. Really? I just use 500s on those. Yeah, I put an 850 in that one. Okay. So it that just seems stout. Yeah. I didn't even know they made 1S 850s. Well, that's what they recommended to me, so that's what I bought. For the Ultrix recommends 500. Horizon Hobby, when I was on the phone with them, said you can use an 850. I didn't. Okay. So I said, okay. Well, like I said, I know it's an 850 that's in the erratics. I just want to make sure you're not backwards. 
You're talking about the little pancake guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that you didn't said this. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> See, that's why I, I just want to make back. sure we're not giving bad information if you're if you're saying you're flying something. I have a hard time figuring you can get an 850 uh-huh. in the. I know, because the 500 is, it's, I'll have to go back fits in there now. just perfect. But anyway, so you were having a problem charging it because of what now? Because they sent me the wrong plug as far as when I got the, oh, the smaller battery. Oh, I remember battery. you sending me the, so, the pictures of that. I had plugged it in my odd. multi-charger plugs. Mm-hmm. I was able to get it charged, but it, the way it charged, I was not happy with it. It kind of made me a little nervous, so I didn't fly it very much. Literally maybe two minutes, and I was done. So, But I had the plugs now. I've been waiting to... Charge up a battery and go after it. That's weird. Huh. Oh. I just have my small 1S chargers that I charge that on, the six-port. Yep. yep. Those are worth it for 50 60 bucks, whatever it is, I think. I've got one, but for some reason the, the actual DC side does not want to charge the battery. I can plug in with a set of batteries in it and be fine. But hmm. What I like about the one I have is it it, it charges off of uh, like a cell phone charger. Hmm. So if you have any of those battery banks that right. you can power things with, you can just throw it on the seat next to you when you're you know going to the field or whatnot and charge your 1s batteries show me yours before i leave okay <laughs> Just excuse to me change. remind me it's up in the other room gotcha but other than that, i've just been doing some flying and enjoying the day and i had to renew my uh cdl hazmat and fingerprint crap from a job i got all that knocked out and after that was done went back to flying but finally flew that uh three meter fmx glider the fox i believe it is okay um, both my extras went up, F-16 went up, all three bombers, 25, 4, and, what's that, 17, 17, those went up, um, yeah, there was something else I was flying, but I can't remember what the heck it was, and of course I flew the Cloud Dancer last night, so. <laughs> Trim flight in the dark. I know, right? He took a picture to put on Discord, and he had to have his headlights on so you could see the airplane. That was after the flight. Well, obviously, but still, you didn't dilly-dally for an hour. I, w- I wasn't actually going to fly it. I went out and just kind of, was, everything was in the truck. I was just going to taxi it around, mess around. And one of the taxis that got left at the tail end, I was like, okay, well, here we go. And sure enough, left it. Mm-hmm. And it Likely flew all right. story. It flew. It flew. It came back in one piece. Everything was good. I was happy with it. That's good. So just a little bit of trimming I think will be good. That plane in the air, I, I almost wouldn't mind throwing safe in it, but. There's no need. No, there's no need. That's there's no need. It's a good size airplane that's made to fly well. I mean, it's not. I'm trying to think how I wanted to say that. It's it's just a good low wing airplane. Like it's not going to give you any bad tendencies. It just seemed a little underpowered to me, but I don't know. Could just because of the wind. I don't know. It was like about 11, 12 mile an hour wind. Well, you're also used to airplanes that are overpowered. True. I mean, like that is pretty much everything you get today is overpowered. Every airplane should not be able to hover. So you're probably thinking of it that way. Well, when I flew that Pilatus over there that you now currently own, that was probably a plan I should have waited on, too. I, both two or three flights I had was in some pretty good wind. Yes, you notice, I well, it's I need to fly it like I want to. I just never think about it because it's hanging up, and it's more like art than anything. It is. But I've heard too many people say don't fly it in wind, so I'm waiting. I did not know. Why I don't? went out and flew. I just figured, okay, well, it's under 15. That's Let's so that's so light, though. I mean, that is a light. Just picking it up, that is a light airplane. So that's going to have very low wing loading. Pretty floaty. Yeah. So those are the kind of airplanes you don't want to fly in the wind. Well, 
That's heavier, obvious. faster airplanes are better. Well, I stumbled across another one of those. I'm thinking I'm gonna pick it up. Yeah. Yep. Good luck. Yeah. No. Kidding. You just don't see them. No. That's the only one I've ever seen in person. Lucked out on of that this deal. one. I lucked out. I was surprised they stayed there as long as they did. To be honest yeah. with you. I lucked out on that deal. What are you talking about? You did. You, you did. crashed. You're it. You gave it to me. You're and I welcome. Fixed it. So that's even better. Yeah. Other than that, just uh, flew up until it was time to leave to go to see Oshkosh. Go to Oshkosh. I think that was nice. I think we can go over to that now. Anything else you guys want to bring up before we move to Oshkosh? I got nothing. <laughs> poor, poor Dave. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just wanted to hear it in live, in real time. You know, I, I watched it YouTube for a week. On Oshkosh stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And what did you think then, Dave, with your first virtual trip to Oshkosh? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Looked pretty good to me. Uh, Some interesting stuff. Um, The uh, Constellation was interesting. Nice to see it was back in the air again. I actually got to see that fly. Like... It was leaving, so I never actually got to go up to see where it was, but I think that was, I don't remember what day it was, because the days, even though it was just two, kind of go together. But I got to see it take off and, and leave, and that's a cool-looking airplane. It was neat because that was also the airplane they had at Joe Knoll. There's a constellation there that the couple German guys had. Pretty good size one, wasn't it? Yeah, all electric. And it, I mean, it flew well. It looked awesome, just like the big one did. Yeah. Very nice, very pretty. Got those last of the classic lines. Yeah. Wow, we're so excited about this, aren't we? This is this is amazing. <laughs> Gosh. Of course, it looked like the F twenty two dominated as it always does. No. Yeah. Mm. F thirty five was better. I've got nothing. All I know is it was both noisy as heck. So, that was my takeaway. Like it was weird. So I I'm not used to being around full size airplanes. Like we don't have jets here in Springfield anymore. We don't have, I don't have access to that kind of stuff often. You know what I mean? I do. Don't go to air shows. There's not anyone close here anymore. So you don't see it. So this was probably in 25 years, my first real chance to be around these kind of airplanes. And you forget. My dad was a Navy aircraft mechanic. I didn't know that, really. So... We were always near on a base, you know, when I was younger. So this was going on all the time. We got used to that. You go to uh, Blue Angel shows and stuff like that, and just it was just noisy, noisy. But you was always ooh, ah, oh, looking Absolutely. up. So uh, it's not too much of an excitement, excitement anymore. But, you know, if I get to stop and get to do something, I'm all ears. I'm all right there. You know when to cover your ears, too, when they come in, but you get to enjoy it. Yeah. So the first plane I saw fly when we were there was the F-35. And, Dave, I know you you seem to have issues with that plane. And I know there's a lot of whatever behind it. But hearing that and watching that— I have a close personal uh, connection with the F-22. So, What's that? My brother-in-law worked for Lockheed. Uh, he was. I don't think I he did. worked with the F twenty twos. Oh, really? At uh, Tyndall Air Force Base, and then at Nellis. Well, there was one of those there too. So sure, I'll give you that they were both cool, but there's 
there's just something about the sound to me. It sounded like the F-35 was louder. And that is what well, got okay. me. I mean, just the the percussions in your chest that you can't feel from any other airplane. And, like, honestly, after seeing that, after hearing that and watching that fly, because those are impressive. Those are very impressive airplanes to watch. When they got the old prop planes out and all the other stuff, it's like, eh. I mean, that's kind of how I felt. Like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was enjoying like watching a, them fly side by side with them as far as the props and the jets. Yeah. Um, the SU-35, I think Dave was telling me, and then the two MiGs that was following it, quiet. There was a 17 and a 15. No. Well, I, I know there was a 17. I don't know if there was anything in addition. 29. 29 is the one that looks like the F-15, right? They had a MiG-29, and then, uh, of course, there's L-39s everywhere. Well, Yeah. Either way, they, they were quiet. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I'm so bad with full-size airplanes knowing, or airplanes in general, knowing what was what. If I had somebody walking around with me, like Dave, if you would have been there to know more of the history of stuff and explain things, I think that would have made it a lot better trip for me. Yeah, it is. You get overwhelmed. And I don't might know my civilian aircraft all that well. Yeah. But hearing a nice big radial engine. Drum, 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 drum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a few of them sitting down there running. There was because where were they? Was that down there uh, where the warbirds were sitting at? That's where the main cross runway would come across there, and they'd sit there waiting to taxi onto the main runway, and they would sit there just. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. Still, though, for some reason, after seeing all the because there was multiple Mustangs, full size B fifty one Mustangs fly, Always. still don't do anything for me. Like I, I don't get it. I was happy to see all the Corsairs coming back. The Corsairs sound cool. They do. I don't know enough about what the difference is in motors and stuff in them. I don't either. Inline versus a radial. So the Mustang's inline? Inline engine, yeah. Oh, okay. Water well, cooled. The, the radial, or radial sounds really good flying, um, which makes sense because from RC, the same thing. Radials sound a lot better, I think, than regular inlines they or do. even whatever you can get. But... I kind of like that airplane more now after seeing one fly in real life. But still, Mustangs did nothing for me. It was weird. They're all good. Yeah, maybe because you see too many of them. I mean, though they're not as many as it used to be, but that's what you see at most air shows is at least two or three Mustangs. Yeah. I think last year it was only maybe two Corsairs, it seemed like, there. But this year it was about five or six, seven, somewhere in there this time. Was there? Yep. See, when we, we didn't make it down to the Warbird area which is all the way down the runway to the Very north, end. I think. Yes, I think so. We didn't make it down there until Saturday later. And, I mean, there was a lot of planes gone. Like, there was hardly anything there anymore. So there must be a lot of people that leave earlier in the week. Wouldn't there a F-7 Bearcat down there? Or yes. Tiger Cat, one or the other? I think so. Tiger there was Cat's a, bear a twin. There was a Bearcat. Okay. That was actually pretty cool for me. I like the big twin motors like that. Yeah. Well, the Bearcat was the single motor. Are you talking about the Tiger Cat? Tiger Cat's the twin. There was one of those there, too, Tiger Cat. Okay. The twin is what I like. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's always T-28s down there. Um, and that older MiG that flows around down that way as well. With it. That was a 17, right? Is that the one you're talking about? Silver. Mm-hmm. Always had the flames coming up the ass into mm-hmm. it. I think he's there about every year. Rear end of it. It's okay. We try and keep it nice. I thought I was keeping it PG. Oh, gosh. 
God, I'd hate to see R. I know, right? Oh, no, you don't. But, no, so I, when we went up on Friday, like, we got a late start. Like, my plan was to be out of here by, like, 7. And, I mean, we didn't leave here till it was going on 8.30 or 9. So, of course, I had time to stop by Brian's on the way up because we were right there. He had a couple things that I needed to pick up. Got to do that. That took us off kilter. We didn't get up to Oshkosh until... Oh, it was late in the afternoon, like a lot later than I planned because we ran into road construction and all that stuff. It was kind of a pain. So Friday was just almost just kind of a preview to see what was going on. You know what I mean? I do. Like I I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know where we were walking. I didn't know what trams were running. I didn't know how to get anywhere or what to even look for. I still have yet to ride a tram yet. I have not been on one yet. It's always just walking. Well, it's, it's kind of funny because... So when we, the first day when we parked on Friday, we parked in like the main lot that's right across the street mm-hmm. from the EAA museum. Mm-hmm. So we literally got, I mean, we lucked out front row parking because people were leaving by the time we got there. So there was a lot of open spaces. Walked in, got our tickets, did all that kind of stuff. And then they have a bus behind there that we were able to get on to take us wherever we were going. So that was, I think, my second or third time in my life riding a bus, which was <laughs> kind of cool for me. Like <laughs> I got to admit, a sheltered life. I, yep. I, I think the first time was when I went on a uh, a field trip with Cody back when he was in grade school. But whatever. So got to go on a bus, got to kind of go over where we were, and then you were there by that time, Reggie. So I called you, and you're like, "We'll just go in the main gates." I'm like, "I don't know where anything is," so I. Luckily, you were kind of trying to walk me around. And well, what do you see? Where are you? Where are you trying to go? We did make it into the main gates after a little bit of walking around. We just kind of followed the crowds. Um, That's pretty much about the best bet, right there. So everybody's normally going toward the back to begin with. Yeah. Um, outside of the, did you walk around the museum at all? No. Oh, you missed out. Well. I thought we were going to have more time. That I think that's the biggest takeaway is I always thought we were going to have more time than you actually have. Because so we were walking in, went through the museum just a little bit. You know, you have to go downstairs in order mm-hmm. to get your tickets and all that taken care of. And I thought, well, when we leave tonight, we'll have time to kind of come back through here and look. They close. Yeah, early. I didn't realize that either. So always, if there's something you want to do when you're there and you see it, do it then because it's probably not going to be there when you're ready to go back to it. First two years we went, that's exactly what we did. As soon as we came in the building, we just went straight to the museum and looked around. Yeah. And that's why I sent you guys all those pictures and whatnot. You would get a massive kick out of it. You would. Oh, I know. Dave. Well, you can't just say you well, and there's two because nobody knows. Okay, how about both of you? You both would get a massive kick out oh, of it probably. because there's RC planes in there alongside of some of the real stuff in there. So. Yeah. But it's it's gorgeous in there. They got it pretty well set up. And there's a couple of different theaters, and you can also find a few hangars where, like, they kept the Mosquito at. Uh, a couple of Corsairs, and, oh, shoot, there was two or three other ones that was back there that I can't think of what they were now. But it's actually pretty well laid out. It's a nice, nice place. Definitely yeah. go back to see that for sure. Yeah, it would be worth it, I think. Like I said, there's just so much to take in. You don't know what to actually take in. Get there early. That's a must, or you'll be spending an hour and a half trying to find a parking spot, especially on the weekend. So we learned that, too. So we were there a little bit later, like I said, on Friday. Saturday, okay. 
so we bought one of those little folding carts. The uh, what? That's a good called? idea for Piper because That's we knew we were going to be hauling her around the folding wagons. And the first night we decided not to take it in because we knew we weren't going to be there very long. We didn't know what was going on. You know, we just had no clue anything about it. So we thought, well, she'll be able to walk around. We'll be able to do some stuff, and it'll be all right. So we, the first night, um, like we, first off, if you've not been there before, just the view when you walk through the gates and you look down that first, you know, the main, I, I don't want to call it a runway, the main aisle that goes back that has the vendors kind of shops on both sides. And then you see the big C5 galaxy, the mm-hmm. super galaxy sitting back there. That, to me, was like, all right, beeline for that because that's huge. I want to see it. So we kind of walked back that way at first. Um, So have you, once again, I'm not around full-size airplanes. That airplane is huge. That's a monster. You don't realize watching videos or seeing pictures how big it actually is until you are standing underneath of it. What, about 100, 150 people wandering through it at one time? Yeah, pretty much. They had it open to where you could make a trip in, like a little U through it. The whole nose was up and open. And so was the back. So, and you were able to walk up. Like, they were letting kids crawl up into the actual cockpit. I, I didn't know, know that. I saw that, yeah. Oh, nice. I saw a couple people going up there that were uh, 8 or 10 years old, something like that. It dwarfed everything else that sat there. And that was kind of nice because if you weren't sure where you were, all you had to do was look around and you could see the tail. Like from everywhere we were, you could see the tail and kind of get your bearings on where you were in that place. Exactly. I am so bad with directions anyway, it's not even funny. So having that one little stick sticking up to where you're like, oh, now I know where I am, it worked out well. It didn't take too much for you to find me or for me to find you on either Saturday or Friday. So it of course, that's where we were. I was going to say, I think it was easier on Saturday once we kind of had a little bit of knowledge of what was going around. But He was at the uh, main EAA building as far as sales and stuff, merchandise and whatnot. Do I remember right? Was that Friday? That was Saturday. Saturday. Friday, you met me over in Vintage Village. That's right. Which I had no clue where that was either. And you're like, oh, that's no problem. Just go well, look you was, at that big stand thing that says vintage. And I'm like, you, what are you talking you was about? Right by, or you was at the Galaxy at that time or somewhere near it. Yeah. And I told you it was it's just off to the side of it. And you could see there was a there was an actual flowing flag or whatever that said vintage on it. And, of course, there was a crossover that said vintage on it. So I figured you'd find me pretty quick. Yeah, once I realized that there were actual different areas for different types of airplanes, it kind of made it easier to... I, First timer, I probably should have looked into how AirVenture is set up. I never did. Like that week leading up to it was just a blur. There was so much going on that I didn't do what I planned on doing. And like honestly, it got to Friday morning where it was time to leave, and we were still packing, getting stuff together, which is not like us. Like usually the night before, everything's loaded, so all we got to do is get up, get in the car, and go. But I felt unprepared a little bit for this trip because of that. But Having been there Friday made Saturday a lot easier. Once, like I said, you kind of realize the layout. I was up at 4, out of the door by 5, in Champagne, about 6, 10 or so, picked everybody up, and I think by 7.30, I had to pull over. I had to let somebody else drive because I was falling asleep. I couldn't keep up no more. I can't imagine. I mean, so, that that's a lot. It was a lot. Early. So uh, he drove all the way to Wisconsin, and I finally jumped back in and drove us in. 
And uh, we had planned on stopping at some of the local hobby shops there in Appleton and Oshkosh. And that's the only reason why we wasn't there first thing uh, Saturday. Saturday morning. And when we got there, it was a uh, one thing that we was kind of noticing. It was like, where's everything at? There's nothing flying around here at all. I don't see anything. So I didn't know what was going on at this time. A buddy of his had called, one of the guys who I was with, and said that there had been a crash. He'd been waiting for three hours to get on an airplane. And sure enough, they gave him his money back and told him what had happened. That's why I told you about it. Yeah. And that's when everything kind of came about. I didn't realize there was two, though. Yeah. So. There was a, was it a Texan that went into the lake? Was it a Texan? I had no idea yeah, what it was. Texan. Um, 30-year-old pilot and 20-year-old passenger, which is too bad. Yeah, um, extremely bad. But the that one didn't close down anything at AirVenture because no, that a, was far enough away. Gyrocopter and a regular helicopter. A regular helicopter. Or Bell, one of the Bell helicopters? No, right away. Yeah. But it was one that they had a midair, uh, and that was over the actual grounds of AirVenture, so that's what stopped that one for several hours. So it, that morning was kind of a quiet morning for the longest until about what, noon, 1 o'clock or so, but things kind of started picking back up. Well, so we're... Yeah, we're kind of getting out of out chronological of order. So, and then that—that's okay. I'm just—I'm trying to get my mind back into it. So that was the day that we went to. Uh, oh, what was the hobby shop? You went to do Hobby Town. Hobby Town. I'd never been to a Hobby Town before. So there was one up in Osh. No, there was one up in Green Bay, and that I'm surprised was surprised you was that far forward, that far north. But you, I remember you saying you stayed up that way. Well, so, uh, quick shout out. I want to say thanks to Terry Dunn. He invited us up to stay with him. So we stayed with him Friday night and Saturday night. Um, and he's up towards that area. So we were closer to Green Bay for hobby shop purposes. And that is why we went to that one. So I'd never been to a hobby town or a, one of those uh, shops before. So we went in. Crystal and Piper didn't even want to come in with me. So I told them, I said, that's fine. It'll be quick. They had a couple other things they were trying to do in the car and stuff before we got, or for them to get ready. So I stopped there and went in. And I'm going to be honest with you. That was my first experience with them. I was displeased. I remember you saying that. And it was only because for if you were a car guy, that place would be awesome. If you liked Legos, that place would be awesome. If you liked any of the STEM stuff, like Piper probably would have fallen in love with a few things that were in there. Puzzles, games, and stuff like that. Right. But for actual airplanes, I think there were 11 total RC airplanes in there. They're all different for whatever reason. Uh, well, and that makes sense because they're not, like, they're all still privately owned. They're just a franchise. Yeah. And what's ever more suited in that area, I guess. Right. And I was expecting airplanes. I wanted airplanes. So it's understandable if they don't have a lot of airplane traffic for that store. But they had tons of cars. If you wanted anything for your RC car, rock crawler car, I mean, they had it. Appleton and Oshkosh were the same way, but they did have a decent selection of plane stuff. Okay. Uh, Oshkosh, I believe it was, actually had an updoors race, upstairs racetrack along with a crawler course. And I think on the main floor, there might have been what it looked like prior a dirt track they kind of scooped up and was getting ready to reset it up again. That's kind of cool. It's pretty nice. 
Yeah. It's pretty nice. I think this, I took a couple pictures of that comparison to you. This was one, like I said, the one we stopped at was just like a Walmart-looking store. Not Obviously not as big, but, you know, the the nice shelves, all that kind of stuff. And a good hobby shop, but just not what I like. It was definitely high dollar on everything ground. They had quite a few cars, crawlers, trucks, yeah. military stuff, boats, sailboats, everything. They had quite a few things. Yeah. I wish the selection would have been just as equal as far as the airplane stuff. That would have been awesome. I get it. But I wasn't buying anything, so I had no room to bring anything home. So it was not that big of a deal. Just parts, glue, yeah. stuff that I can, can't find anywhere else. I actually found some foam tech, which I haven't seen in quite a while. So I know I can order it online, but I actually seen foam Probably tech. Brian's got it. Does he really? Yeah. I haven't been to Brian's in a minute. Well, that's on you. It is. It is. <laughs> I don't know. I've almost always completely switched over to Fabri-Tac. <laughs> Buy that at Walmart, and it's almost the same stuff. Does it work uh, you know, I still well? have a bottle of that. If it works as well. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet. It's a couple bucks cheaper, more readily available. It's not as, it's not the same, but it's close enough. And it's made by Beacon. It's very similar. Mm. Yeah. Well, I have a reason to try it out now. A couple. <laughs> not a reason. Well, a reason, opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> you usually have lots of those, so. Thanks, Ryan. You're welcome. Um so going back to uh, getting into Oshkosh, we made the mistake. Like, I didn't want to be there super early because our original plan was to stay super late and watch the fireworks. Um, so we ended up kind of killing some time in the morning. That was really why we went to the, the hobby shop, too, was just to kill a little bit of time so we weren't outside all day with Piper because it was going to be a long day. I mean, admittedly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we got there. What I thought was plenty of time to see the 215 air show. Yeah. I made a mistake. No. We were, from the time we hit traffic, like after you got off the exit and you got on that frontage road, from the time I hit traffic to the time we were inside the gate was almost two and a half hours. Yep. It was it, an hour and a half. Saturday. It was it was terrible. Like yeah. almost enough to make me not want to go Saturday next year and kind of start a little bit earlier. Like if I'm going two days next year, go Thursday, Friday. If we go back next year. It would probably be a little bit easier, quieter, less crowd. Yeah. I made the mistake of when we came in from the north end, instead of turning into the very first lot, hoping that I can go into the second lot, the brown lot, which mm-hmm. is directly across from EA. They had it closed off, saying lot was full. Even though I'm looking as we're driving past it, there's spots throughout just where people have already left. Yeah. How tempted I was to kick a cone and just drive <laughs> in there anyway. I was watching people drive across the lawn, off the road, and just hitting parking spots really? and just leaving the cars. They actually started having people, you know, trying to flag them down saying, hey, you can't do that. They just said, to heck with it. Left the car. Kept going. Wow. Well, and see, the the first night when we got there, too, I didn't know where we were going. I had no clue where to park, no clue what spots were good, where to stay away from. We we actually missed the turn that we needed to take and went all the way. We had to go all the way around yep. and then come back in again. And after that, it's like, all right, well, now I kind of know I should have gone left instead of going right, and we were fine parking. But we still went all the way around, got out and came back in in much less time. 
Then it took us on Saturday to get it parked. Yeah, it when was I missed like the I said, first one. A, a nightmare. I literally went down to about where you were at. Mm-hmm. Turned around and then came back and had made that immediate right that you had no choice. And like you said, go all the way around the whole freaking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Won't happen again. Well, on Saturday, we didn't have a choice on where we parked. Like, they were just throwing everybody into overflow lots to where we were. I honestly couldn't even tell you where we parked. We were so far away. You could barely see, like, airplanes flying. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, I'm not joking. Like, they were, we were just so far away that we parked. And after we got parked, we still probably had to walk, oh, I'd say a good quarter mile, if not more, which I, that's not terrible but to where the tram stop was. And I couldn't tell you how far the tram took us because it just seemed like it went on forever. And then that took us over to the ultralights, which was on the south end. What? Oh, you were over by the, by the campground, weren't you? Or pretty close to it? We, the tram no, so we, yeah, so we had to drive by the campground. So that was on our left as we were going. And then we had to make a right. And we were still stuck in traffic for I don't know how long that we had to go down farther away from the campground, so farther away from EA, or from the 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 runway. You hit the $25 lot? Uh, we prepaid for parking, but... Uh, okay. I don't know. Like I said, I don't even know where we were. It won't happen again next year. No. Get I've there heard. early and be done with it. Just stay, enjoy, relax, eat, sit around. Well, that, you did that a lot. Like, yes. we walked. Like, that's all we tended to do was walk. Like, we walked. So our goal, which didn't happen, unfortunately, Piper was on the fence about wanting to ride the tri-motor. Like, she wanted to, and then she didn't want to. And I told her, we're not going to. And then she's like, well, when are we going to ride in, or fly in an airplane? I said, well, you said you didn't want to. Oh. I think I get those tickets early, don't you? Well, you can get them there, apparently. Okay. You can get them early or at the gate. Um but so we finally made our way over to where all that was, and it was closed up. So we couldn't get tickets. We couldn't fly. I didn't even, or didn't even actually see or hear the trimotor fly that whole time I was there. It was there Friday for sure. I didn't see it. Oh, well, there was actually two of them there. There was. One of them, I think, got stuck. I don't know if you saw that or not. No, I did not. Went off the runway and got stuck. I did not see that. Mm-hmm. I seen a couple smaller ones do that, but I didn't see that. Happen. Yeah, I saw a picture. I think it was from earlier in the week. But I saw a picture on Facebook. Might have been Friday. Might have been Thursday. I don't remember. But yeah, I don't know if it just lost its track or what and went off the runway. But yeah, was it after the rain came through? I don't remember. Mm. It, it was, rained both nights. To, I was gonna say there seemed to have been rain like all the time. It was rained both nights. The Friday night was the heaviest. That's when they didn't have the fireworks. Saturday was just kind of something light, kind of passed through. It kind of clipped us and was done. I didn't think they were supposed to have Friday night fireworks. Was there, I thought they were supposed to be fireworks. I thought it was only, I, I, gosh, I could be wrong. I thought it was Wednesday and Saturday was all for fireworks. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It, I'm just, so glad we're talking about this and have no clue what we're talking about. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been fun. <laughs> if oh, anybody's five, still six listening. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we're just going on and on and not actually knowing what we're talking about on this one. What, is Dave still here or is he gone now? <laughs> Dave, wake up. Dave. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your nap. <laughs> it was nice. So I I can't say nothing bad about it um, other than trying to get a dang parking spot. But okay. Yeah. What I found funny, though, is so it started raining Saturday, and we were towards the south end of the runway. And this is when we were trying to make our way all the way up to the north end of the runway. And... 
so we got caught in a little bit of rain. Crystal went into one of the shops and bought the ponchos and stuff. And then I heard somebody say on the over the radio system, they actually have a decent radio system there where you can hear what they're talking about all down the runway. But anyway, he said that uh, it's raining on the south end of the runway. It's sunny pretty much on the north end side of the runway. So we just kind of walked it out. And while people were still getting rain on the south end of the runway, we were out of it. I actually had gotten an umbrella for some stupid reason. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it was no longer a stupid reason. Yeah. I sat right where I was at. Umbrella in hand. Well, here's the best part. We already had ponchos, like the garbage can or garbage bag-looking things that we brought with us in case it rained. But guess where they were? In the car. In the car. So Works well at all. No, not at all. So we bought new ones, and now we have those for if we ever need them (laughs) to leave in the car or somewhere else. I don't know where. They're in a closet here now, so whatever. You didn't get one of those uh, uh, layout maps at all as far as the the whole ground? Mm Mm-hmm. When you first go in, right. Adam, yeah. I don't read maps very well. I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty dumb. But there was a lot. Like, I didn't realize, and once again, this is on me for not having, for not looking into it before we went. But did you make it into any, like, the hangar A, B, C, D, or whatever it was to go through them? They had apparently 838 vendors or 836 vendors on hand. We didn't see any of them. I went over and found Horizon. I did go to see what they had there. Um, they had their new Sky ID module out. I don't know yeah, if you went and that. looked at that. That's small. Yep. Whatever. Um, but that was about all vendor-wise I went and looked at. Uh, I think it was up against Hangar C, I think it was. Yeah, they were. There were some there was some quadcopter-related items in there. There was actually a quad that was in there. It was about as big as this table, if not bigger. That was pretty interesting. There was also, it looked like an old bomber. Some guy had put 10 different little electric motors on, converted it into some type of drone or whatnot. It, really? It was actually pretty neat in there. I, would, I wouldn't complain. I missed all that. Everything else was just basic avionic stuff for most planes. For full-size stuff, yeah. For first, yeah. So it was nice. It was. I mean, it was nice if you was interested in a lot of that. There was a couple radio motors sitting in there to look at. It kind of broke down for you to kind of gander at. But yeah. It was... It was, it was it was okay. It was okay. Things you learn for next time. Venture to everything if you can. Yeah. But like I said, we'll just have to see how it goes. I don't know. We walked most of the day, but it didn't feel like we really went anywhere since we were making a beeline, try to get down to that airplane, to the tri-motor. And then after that, like it just... So they had the RC flying there too. That I didn't do. I want to do. So I went over Friday for that. Uh, Terry and the RC Roundtable guys were helping get introductory flights into people, which I'm going to say I still don't understand how they were doing it without buddy boxes. They were just handing people controllers and letting people fly. That is just nuts. They didn't have nothing Bluetooth over another area? No, they just had the that's one. That's a lot of trust. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, these kids, like, I know you're, like, still kind of holding on to the radio, but... We have modern things now to where you can do buddy box. Let's let's modern it up, guys. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, so I, I went over there. Um, <clears throat> it was cool watching RC airplanes fly. And that's probably one of, behind the F-35 and 22, probably my favorite thing that we did. What did you think about them flying so close to where the helicopters were landing at? They had, like Lee was the one that was in charge uh, what's the air boss or whatever you want to call it for that area. And he was doing a very good job every time you would see a helicopter 
telling people, hey, stay low, stay out of their way, and people were listening pretty good. It's one of those things where you can get RC and full size together as long as you're watching and paying attention to what's going on. I went to go over there so bad. I know they was there. They were there last year, and I think the year before that. I don't recall the year before that, but I've been wanting to go over there, and I forget about it because I'm I'm into everything it, exactly. else. Exactly. That's on. the you. Once again, you should set alarms to make you remember things because I don't do that either. But like the so Saturday, I wanted to get back over and watch them, um, and I I think it went from six thirty to eight thirty ish is what the what the timing is supposed to be for the RC flying stuff, and so seven o'clock I realized oh we should probably get over there to see what's going on. And so we started walking, and I kid you not. So this is the day, by the way, that we have uh, Piper's uh, cart. cart. Wagon. Thank you. I kept wanting to say stroller, and I knew that wasn't right. We were using it like one. But anyway, so we had that. So I knew I wasn't going to get on any uh, bus to take me over there. So I knew it was going to be a long walk. So we started walking, and literally 10 minutes into the walk, I turned around, and I could still see the galaxy behind me close. And I was like, it's been 10 minutes already. <laughs> there is no way I'm going to make it over where I'm going before 8. And then we have to walk all the way back here. So it was just no, like no I old. gave up. Like I gave up on going on Saturday. You're at the very front of the whole thing. Exactly. From back there, no, you need a bus. Yeah. That saves you about just, a half hour right there. Right. There was so much walking that I just kind of gave up. And that's bad planning on my part. Like, I knew I wanted to get over there, but like you said, time gets away from you. You should have left for that about five. <laughs> so I probably should have, to be honest with you. And so I ended up talking to Terry, and they were going to stay for the, the night show, which apparently everybody says is awesome. It's, you know, it's good to see and all that, fireworks. And... I don't remember what time it was, but he ended up saying, hey, they're all tired. They're going back to his house. And I thought, you know what? That's cool. I'm tired, too. The only thing I wanted to see for sure was the F-22 fly at twilight. So as we're going back to the car, the F-22 takes off. So I actually got to see everything that I wanted to see. But we had to go, once again, walking everywhere. We had to go from where the air show was to our car. Long travels. We lucked out so much. Because, by the way, that's the other thing that kind of sucks about that. That's right. You did. I did. We did. They felt bad for us. But anyway, that's the other thing that kind of sucks is, I don't know what time, but trams stop. Mm -hmm. Like, they have no trams available. So we had a good probably two-mile walk ahead of us. And these two very, very nice guys from Aircraft Spruce, which I didn't realize that's where they were from at first, I thought it was just like the courtesy shuttle kind of thing because they were just kind of driving by us on the golf cart. Stopped and asked Crystal, hey, do you need a ride somewhere? Because she's pulling the cart and I'm hobbling. My foot's kind of hurting and all this kind of stuff I then do. And she looks back at me and starts to say, no, I think we're okay. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yes, we will. We will absolutely. He's like, well, we're only going up here to the end of the runway. I was like, that's that's perfectly fine. Any little bit is less walking. And we appreciate it. But they were nice enough. So if you guys have any anything you can buy from Aircraft Spruce, support them. Just because these two guys made our night. They literally took us from in front of Vintage, so you know where that is. Yes. All the way down to the end of the runway. 
And then instead of just dropping us off to let us walk, they took us to our car. Literally to wow. the car. Awesome. So they That's say, awesome. I know. Like, I cannot thank them enough. It took, it probably saved us easily an hour, if not more, of walking. Oh. So. Well, you know where Vintage was. Mm-hmm. Go further south. Mm-hmm. So and then the, go up toward the runway. Mm-hmm. I'd say maybe maybe a tenth of a mile farther south and then toward the runway. That's where we were at. Where you were watching it, you mean? Watching the show at night. Where did you park, by the way? Oh, Jesus. Oh. We was all the way to the north end of the runway. Okay. Up there so by where the interstate to... can, you know, runs into yeah. that. That's where we were parked at. See, we were parked far south. So Let's start calling this is how bad was the parking at Oshkosh episode? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. That's the biggest takeaway is that it the parking was terrible. Well, we started walking and of course eventually made it back halfway to where the buses were and got back to the museum and then had to walk clear to the north end of the parking lot. Ouch. To get to the truck. It was an yeah. hour and a half. See, like I said, two I'm, hours to the I'm hotel. So thankful for those guys that it was just it was amazing. And that was the other reason like we were thinking about staying for the air show, and then it hit me that if we do, everybody that's sitting here is going to be leaving in a vehicle after they get to it. We left before the show was over. <coughs> Literally about 15, 20 minutes before the show was going to completely end mm-hmm. and started walking and still got swamped by all this. Yeah. I don't feel like I missed anything by not seeing the whole air show, honestly. Uh the fireworks display, along with the the few planes that were flying during the fireworks, was actually pretty good. I can give it that. But yeah. the, the pyro across the highway was lame. It was terrible. They were completely off timing. Yeah. So I heard they had problems with that too. They did. They did. I mean, I can't really knock them. If you got problems, you got problems. But we were pretty much almost up to the front when the first or that last set of explosions went off, and. It had been dead silent for a moment. <laughs> like, it caught everybody off guard. That's but, funny. Like, oh, that's supposed to happen, but just not now. Yep, pretty much. Pretty so much. what's your what was your most fun, most rated top thing that you saw or did there? Uh, the F-35 passing, doing its display was nice. Um, seeing that. Cream-colored and maroon Stinson sitting mm-hmm. over in Vintage, which I'm kind of wondering—is that the same one that came to our field? Oh, I doubt it, but you never know. It's possible. It looked like it. It looked. I swore yeah, it's the same one. But well, the guy that came to our field was for the uh, EAA thing out there, so it could possible. have been it. Although there's probably more than one airplane that looks like that in the uh, world. Probably, probably. But uh, seeing that and a couple other Vintage ones was probably the best part of it, along with the. Uh, Ray Parker or Joe Parker's whoever it is barbecue joint that was pretty good. So we never made it to there. Yeah. Oh wow, really? No, we. Oh well, well you get next year. Maybe next year. Who knows? We'll see what happens. So for me, F thirty five was up there. The other cool thing though that I saw the F twenty two. Dave, you'll appreciate this. <laughs> if you're Dave, hello. Oh, I, okay, yeah. <laughs> Dave, that you'll appreciate that the F thirty five didn't do was I actually got to see the F-22 hover and then fly down backwards. I remember that. That was pretty awesome. That was. It does that well. Yes. I never knew that was a thing. And I was like, wait, that's is that? It's not moving. Oh, it's going down. Oh, that's so cool. It was. Yeah. It was. 
You have to come next year. Yeah. You have to come. Just if you want to grab a room, there's always an extra bed. You know, the, the walking at this point is actually a holdback for me. So. They got rental rental scooters there. They do actually, and it's not very expensive. I thought nope. about doing it just because I'm lazy and fat. I just kind of wondered, can you rent a golf cart though? No. Yeah. Not that I saw. Well, they've got plenty of rental scooters. I don't know what the the pricing is on it, but there's quite seventy five bucks for four hours. I think oh. that's a steal. By yeah. the way, yeah, just get hundred fifty dollars worth, and you got it good. You can go see everything. Yeah, everything. We'll see I mean, you have a reason, so... Yeah, yeah we'll get there. Uh, and by the way, did you hear they broke an attendance record this year? No, I did not. 677,000 were in attendance over the week. Up from last year's 650,000. Seemed like that extra 20,000 was on Saturday alone. Probably was. Jeez. If we tell just by parking... <laughs> yeah, I don't recall but, seeing it make it that far north with the extra parking. Yeah, I don't know. But then they had, well, that's the other thing, like where we parked. I was a little concerned about driving in these fields that we were driving in, like bottoming out on There's my car. Spots. There, I mean, and they were mush. Not only that, but there was just, I mean, like there was just so many bumps, and then there was just like a random amount of rocks here and a couple big rocks just sitting here. It's like, I, mm-hmm. I was a little concerned. Get halfway home wondering half your battery power went. I know. Like, well, what is that that's hanging down underneath my car? Why are there all these little AAA batteries everywhere out here? <laughs> Double A. They're bigger than triples. Okay. But anyway. He's got the upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> but And then they said they had over 10,000 airplanes that were there. So I think a lot of those must have left before we came. Well, did you notice when you were around the outskirts of that? That whole magnificent drive trying to find parking, all the planes that were sitting out in that one field, just sitting there. Like, like the overflow field? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Are those all the fly-ins as far as just people coming to see the show? And they just I would assume so. There was a couple of them that had uh, tents and stuff set up next to them, too. It was quite a bit. Did you make it down to the ultralight area at the I very end of the runway? I did not. We would not have if it wasn't for us parking past that. But that was pretty interesting, too. There was a lot of ultralights down there. Wow, really? A lot of homemades, yeah. That was kind of... Kind of cool there, too. Nope. That's another thing. You don't, I mean, you just don't know to see until you see Stumble what's across, there basically. Accidentally, yeah. Uh, my biggest suggestion is hit the museum next year. Yeah. Hit the museum. There's so much stuff in there, it's unbelievable. They're talking about flying cars now. Of course, there were flying cars back then that nobody seemed to know about. Oh, yeah. there were. I mean, that's been going on for a long time. It's just never gone mainstream. There's a few there in there I was actually really impressed with. I'd like to actually see fly. Yeah. The that was that there um some kind of rotary multi blade quad that you can fly in it was in there. It's called a black something or something. Black fly. That that looks neat, but doesn't seem to be very impressive at all. It doesn't seem like it'd be up very long. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's a it's a single seat. Is it Dave? Um yeah, I don't know that much about it. It it's kind of scary, but they have one in there. Did you see the uh, the guy in the jet suit? I did. Yeah, that was kind of cool. That was that was. Apparently, that's just a bunch of RC jet motors in those or engines in it. Really? And yeah. that you, yeah. Wow. Like six of them or whatever, or eight or whatever. Doing but, his yeah. best Iron Man in imitation. Pretty much. He wasn't that very long. Like a whole two minutes maybe. If that. Yeah, it wasn't long at all, but enough to burn some fuel. <laughs> yeah, he didn't set nothing on fire, so 
No, he did not. But it was pretty good. I'm looking forward to next year, but next year has quite a few things going on, so I think next year I'll be actually using vacation time for something other than just staying around the house. Yeah, me too. All right, anything else? No, I'm good. Oh, the jet event's coming up in Monticello, by the way, next weekend. Was it? Okay. Uh, the 12th, 11th, 12th. Well, I mean, it's more days than that, but Saturday is the day I'm probably maybe going to try and go. Yeah. I don't know. We got I got to work at the fairgrounds this weekend coming up, so I'm going to miss that one. Well, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to drive a 38-foot trailer in my truck during the state fair on the fairgrounds, so yay. That'll be fun. Yeah, I had I a forgot. woman actually walk into my truck. <laughs> I forgot the fair's coming up. Gosh, darn it. So that's we we were, we have been remiss in doing a bunch of stuff with Piper over the summer. Unfortunately, we haven't made it down to St. Louis Zoo yet, and that is something that we have to somehow, sometime, sneak in. Well, when it's not three hundred degrees out, yes, I know that's the other problem. But anyway, so yeah, the jet event's coming up. I'll be there. Okay, I'll be there for that. All right. Anything else? That we good? is it. That's all I've got. Me too, Dave. <laughs> like I've had anything in a prior episode. <laughs> All right. Well, then, until next time, thank you for listening to us ramble. Uh, I'm Ron. I'm Dave. And I'm Reggie in order. In order. Oh, because yeah. you went yeah. out of order last I time. Did. You, I you did. cut Dave off. You're I right. apologized. Mm-hmm. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.